So as Thanksgiving is almost here, what better time to talk about food and Chef Germain Wright's culinary journey? Welcome to Hudson Mohawk Magazine. I'm Marcia Lazarus sitting with personal chef and owner of Eight Count Kitchen, Jermaine Wright. What inspired the name Eight Count Kitchen? So it's, it's interesting because um, a lot of people don't know this, but um, I Chopped on Food Network uh, is and has been and used to be my real like my favorite show. And one of the reasons is because it's it's kind of the same way my brain works when it comes to food. So the concept of the show Chopped is that there's a mystery basket of ingredients, three rounds, start with four chefs, end with one. You have an appetizer round, entree round, and dessert round, and you have to use all five mystery basket ingredients. And so they're some of the weirdest combinations of things to make a sweet, savory dish, et cetera. So when I was up, I applied to the show and there was a YouTube link. And this was back in like 2013, maybe 14-ish. And I was like, dag, I have nothing to put in the link. And back then, like YouTube was such a big deal and you had to have videos. So I said, all right, you know what? In order to make this application what it needs to be, I need to create a YouTube called and I was like what would I call it and you know I'm a dancer and I'm a chef I've been a hip-hop dancer for about half of my life actually uh, I actually teach competitive uh, two competitive teams at a dance school here I competed a lot myself um, and uh, that was a huge passion of mine at the time and still is so I said what can I do and I said but the dancing chef like why not just call it eight count kitchen um and then that day i created a youtube series or a youtube show if you will um and filmed it and everything just in preparation to have something to attach to this link i had no idea that it will become a brand i had no idea that it will become a business down the line and in the future i had no idea that it will become anything that it has become um and i'm grateful for that talking about food and thanksgiving comes to mind is this the holiday have any special significance to you Absolutely. Um, Thanksgiving is actually, well, and Christmas, but Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. And one of the reasons is, you know, a lot of Black families, you might hear that they have soul food for Thanksgiving um, or soul food every Sunday, I should say. I didn't grow up. Maybe my mom did that. I'm the youngest. Maybe she did that with my older siblings. But when I was growing up, I didn't have soul food. I told you we had like the orange slices and the fish and the different things like that. So I only remember having soul food on Thanksgiving and it's one of my favorite cuisines. So it was always like a treat I got once a year. So Thanksgiving has huge significance, so significant now that I get conned into cooking every daggone thing every year by my whole family. Um, and I'm the person traveling in and visiting from a different state, paying the money, spending the time packing and all that. And I got to come work, cook, clean, but I love them. So I allow it. But um, so yeah, it has, it has huge significance so much so that my mom if I don't make it, it's probably throwing my mom and say a huge depression because one, she doesn't get to see me. I only get to see my family once or twice a year, um, which is usually Thanksgiving or Christmas. And then I've recently slid in a couple of extras. Um, and then the second thing is my mom feels like it's a missing link. She needs her chains together. And if I'm not there, the chain is broken. So it's hugely, strongly significant, so much so that I have to turn down a lot of clients often because I have to go to my own family. Um, since it's the real one time out, out the year that um, that I, I get a chance to. So, Can you give us a, a little snippet, the menu for this sure. Thanksgiving? Yep. So it depends uh, where my mom's palate is. Sometimes she says, I want something different this year, you know, so we'll elevate what different looks like. But traditionally, we go this full menu. We have um, baked mac and cheese, um, which is nice, has a nice little like crisp on the top because you get the cheese very nice after it's tossing like the, the, um, the fondue or the bechamel. But anyway, so we have mac and cheese, 
Um, the next thing we have are um, mashed sweet potatoes or what somebody might call yams, um, which you make that with a little bit of acidity, orange juice, and then brown sugar, nutmeg, all of the, the warm fall spices. We have potato salad. Um, we have uh, collard greens, but I've recently, uh, one of my signature dishes are <laughs> Southern style kale greens with smoked turkey. Um, a lot of people who eat it, so a lot of um, people of color might think and look at kale like kale. Why would we have kale on Thanksgiving? But because the kale tastes so much like the collard greens they're used to, people don't notice. So Southern style kale greens. Um, what else is there? We have, oh, my uh, very famous, I guess, cornbread uh, stuffing, which is made uh, with some, you know, sage and some it, butter. It's just delicious. Uh, what else is on the menu? Um, we have for proteins uh, my brother always does the ham so we leave that to him he, I'll, I'll leave that to him um and then we have the beautiful bird obviously um and then i'm sure i'm missing a bunch of other things but a huge menu tons of food that i don't know why we cook so much because there's not many of us to even eat all of it but it's just such a tradition that we just do it and eat on it for for days so yeah that's a little sneak peek i guess oh yeah, cranberry yeah. sauce yeah, sorry. It's a big deal because um, we grew up eating can cranberry sauce out of the can. And I told my mom, I was like, Ma, you know, it's really easy to make. It's a lot of sugar, but it's really easy to make. Since I've been making it probably for the last six years, she has never, she was like, oh, I would never go to canned anything like ever. So cranberry sauce is always a big thing too. Is there a particular experience or accomplishment that you are especially proud of? I know you have a lot to be proud of. Anything in particular that comes to mind i have two um as it relates to cooking i will say being on food network was a big deal it was so early in my career but it was such a big deal um one of the things is you know sometimes you know growing up you grow with this passion for food you have this natural intuition when it comes to food um but you don't have culinary school so there's a lot of things that you have to yourself taught so you have to learn and a lot of the times it's a lot difficult. And I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs go through this, um, especially entrepreneurs of color, but there's this imposter syndrome. And I feel like when I first started, I thought I was a chef, but I had no idea that, you know, I could never respectfully call myself a chef in real life because it's, I don't have the story where I worked in a restaurant my entire life and I worked up from a dishwasher, then I became this and then a prep chef, then I don't have that experience. So I feel like Food Network, once I got on a national platform or international platform, um, the world made me a chef and it forced me to like come and, and do this thing. So when we talk about proof of concept, for example, um, it's all about that. So I think that it was part of that, but then the, so food network, I would say is the biggest thing because it's one of the biggest accomplishments that anyone can have. You know, there's so many people who's gone to culinary school, for example, have never worked alongside a celebrity chef in their life may never get the chance to, may never get a chance to work in a high-end restaurant, may never get a chance to win a contest where you can have a celebrity chef mentor or work in a restaurant and do, you know, 10-hour shifts and 12-hour shifts. So it was a really, really great opportunity to really catapult my career and help me step into my purpose and step to, into who I am. So I think Food Network was a really big one. And then my second one, I have to say, is the Remy Martin win. Because again, it's it's really a nice reflection to be able to look back and say, wow, that was a major milestone three years ago at that time. Wow, this is a new major milestone. And now in this time, looking back at that, and there's so many, so much more coming uh, in store for me that I know about um, that other people don't or won't. And then there's so many things I have no idea that are going to come. But I just know that the energy and the universe is going to bring me all the things that are supposed to serve me and my soul. No pun intended.
If you were going to be talking to maybe a group of young aspiring entrepreneurs and you wanted to alert them to a challenge that you faced, is there any particular advice you would share? Yeah, absolutely. I think to any young person who's aspiring to do anything, it doesn't even have to be in culinary, it's literally the only person stopping you is you. I promise you that. I tell everybody to uh, the way I look at anxiety is just it's it's this idea that you're walking, you have your eyes closed and you're imagining yourself in this long, creepy hallway. And at the far end of the hallway is a door. And as you walk closer and closer to the door, you hear bears behind gnawing and scratching at the door. And as you get closer, it sounds like two. And then you start hearing growling just to open the door and realize one of two things. One, there's no bear at all. It was only your brain. Or two, there is a bear, but it's a cute, cuddly bear that just wants to be pet and groomed. So my advice would be that the only person really standing in the way is us. And um, there's so much more on the other side of fear. There's so much more waiting for you on the other side of fear. And do the work and don't be afraid. And, um, you know, I used to tell myself every time something positive happened to me, when I got Food Network, when I got Remy Martin, when I got anything else in my in my career, I used to say, why is this happening to me? I'm just a little black boy from Queens. And even stepping outside of that and empowering yourself and saying, of course, this is happening to me. Like, look at all the work I do and look at the things, the energy I put out and look at, you know, the kindness I, I give to people, the universe and everything else. Why, why wouldn't this? Why shouldn't this happen when you put in the work? So I would say have confidence, keep going, realize that the only person who can stop you is you um, and that there's so much more on the opposite side of there.